We have, okay, uh, this is kind of what I was hoping for. We have, okay, <laughs> we have Wine Tipsy Christmas Kalinko. Hey, that 10 times fast, right? <laughs> this is going to be a fucking fun episode. Right, right. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Strap in. Here we go. You might, yeah. you know, you, the funniest part about it is he actually said this to me two weeks ago. Oh, if he's if he's little tipsy on wine, we're gonna be in good shape. I mean, we we I fucking love Vic. Vic is one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, it would be a great episode, regardless. It's just Vic gets a gets a little extra lovey dovey. With, <laughs> I'm a hugger. Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. I'm Zach. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking to Vic Klinko, the owner of the world's largest hot sauce collection. Hey, Vic. How are you? Very good. Doing it's nice well. to finally good. meet you in person. We've chatted, I don't for years now. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Awesome. I Somewhere in yeah. there, I think we've got a few bottles. <laughs> yeah, you're over here. I got you. I got awesome. you. <laughs> I might need to update a few of the few of your labels at some point. Right, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, talk, you talk shit about me and me switching my labels and black labels. This motherfucker, this motherfucker right here has right, right. more Good labels Lord. than anyone I know. <laughs> That's so funny. That's the, 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 the for a collector and, and for somebody like myself, you know, I I'm, I'm meticulous on on where I put them and how I display, and then just having to go back after somebody makes a brand new sauce or does a change of labels. Zach, I uh, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey man, right, right. we're coming into 2024. It's time for a new label. Oh, good lord! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. So, uh, hey Vic, why don't you tell us about your uh, history with hot sauce and spicy food? Ah, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I've always been, I, I guess, a hot sauce lover, if you will. Right. It was always uh, I, I like spicy food. So I, I kind of got into it. You know, I started collecting and got on the on the Internet and found a blog right when blogging was a was a big thing. So um, it was called the hot sauce blog. So I was able to connect with a lot of manufacturers and folks that were out there and and fellow collectors. And I mean, it just kind of just kind of took off, you know, um, for me, just, you know, the way I started is that I just like sauces. So I was just grabbing a bunch and, and, and eating them until at some point, you know, I just, I think it just changed and a, a, a collecting bug, if you will, took over. The next thing I know, I've got 11,000 bottles on my, you know, on my shelf and, you know, it's, it's where I am today. It's, it's like what year do you think that's the collection started? How long did it like up it's, to now? Um, it's been about 27 years. So my, the wife um, actually got me the first bottles um, for the collection. It was our very first Christmas together. We weren't, weren't married yet. And I think she was like seven or eight different bottles. And I put them out on the kitchen counter and a nook. And, you know, when people were coming over, fan, friends and family, and they would see the labels and they would giggle at some of the ones that, you know, kind of crude and all. It just kind of sparked, you know, and this is. This is actually, I don't know if I've got to show a lot. Let's see. That's where it started. I mean, that's where the oh. first <laughs> group of stuff, right? Isn't that crazy? To where With it Dave's is now. Sanity there and some children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Way back, right? I think my dad has a case about that size. And I think there's a lot of those sauces that yeah, still, I mean, yeah, still those sauces, school. still that size for him. It, he, did, he didn't take it all the way. Yep. <laughs> and they still hold true now, right? They're, they're still really good sauces, you know? And then I don't I don't know when it was. It was a couple of months or so after um, this happened to be walking through a bookstore and I found 
The Great Hot Sauce book by Jennifer Trainer Thompson. And she's like one of my idols, man. And, and, you know, so we talked about hot sauces in different regions and different levels and heats. And it really talked about at that time collectors. And I had no idea that that was, you know, that was even a thing. So I ended up taking it and, I, you know, I bought it and it ended up being like a checkoff list. And so I kept it in my car and I kept a, um, a Sharpie with me. And then everywhere I found a new hot sauce, I'd check it off. And, it, you know, it was so. That's where that's I think where my my actual collecting started. It was from her. Could you imagine trying to write a book like that now? Right. <laughs> right yeah. It's it's like right. You know, because you know, that's the other part of this that's so exciting for me is that it's 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 just so big, right? It's just it's a global yeah. community anymore, right? And and you know, I know Zach has been down here, so he kind of knows how the layout is. Um, you know, behind me is is the domestic wall, right? So that's that's everything pretty much here. I mean, it's all mixed in, but for the most part, that's the domestic wall. That's 52 feet of sauces, I think it is, behind me. On the other side is the international wall, and that's the one that I'm really proud of. That's 31, 31 and a half feet. And what I did is I found some really cool, on Amazon, I found some really cool um, flags of the countries. So I put the country of origin flag by the by the sauces, and I just thought that was just a neat way of looking at it and and um and display, displaying it, you know, making it like a like a like a hot sauce museum, if you will. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Did that answer your question, Zachary? Uh, yeah. I mean, oh shit, we have okay. Uh, this is kind of what I was hoping for. We have okay. <laughs> we have wine tipsy Christmas Kalinko. Say that ten times fast. Right? This is going to be a fucking fun episode. Right, right. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Strap in. Here we go. You might, yeah. you know, you, the funniest part about it is he actually said this to me two weeks ago. Oh, if he's if he's little tipsy on wine, we're going to be in good shape. I mean, we we I fucking love Vic. Vic is one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, it would be a great episode, regardless. It's just it gets a. It's a little extra lovey-dovey. I'm a hugger. After I'm a little a bit of wine. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Now, have you ever met Claire before? I have not, no. Hey, Vic. How's it going? Hello. Nice I to own Butterfly you. Bakery of Vermont. Oh, okay. I have your sauces, too. Right. Awesome. Hey, man, I can point to where they are. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. <laughs> My wife was actually talking to uh, one of our old neighbors in, in Phoenix, um, the first house, Zach. Um, that we that we were in for like 11 years and she was a neighbor and what we would do is we I had a big um, bowl uh, on the table and the girls would go in and we used to keep like those little tiny uh, post-it notes and they would write like I don't know six or seven different sauces down they'd throw it in the bowl then I would come in I'd pick it out um, and if I was able to find the sauce in the room in less than a minute they had to drink. If it was over a minute, then I had to drink. So no matter how it went, <laughs> had a good time. Nice. They left yeah. drunk a lot more than I did. Trust me. There's a sign, or there used to be a sign on their front door that says, if you don't have wine or hot sauce, no soliciting allowed. Never. Exactly. There you go. Flavor <laughs> Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, is brought to you by Irish Spike's Unique Hot Sauces and Vandal Pepper Sauces. I'm Spike, the owner and executive saucier. Our sauces are handmade in the Pacific Northwest using the best possible ingredients. We believe that hot sauce equates to a balance of sensational heat coupled with a robust and complex flavor profile. Live your hottest life 
with Irish Spikes. Irish Spikes unique hot sauces and vandal pepper sauces are available at saucecult.com. Well, you had mentioned, um, you know, your sauce collection in a previous house. Is your collection still in your house or have you moved it somewhere else? No, it's still in the house. Um, so this is uh, the house, I guess, is a, is a split level. Yeah. So it's the basement, but it's a walkout basement, right? So you go out, the, there's two doors here that you walk out into the backyard from. So um, in the room, house. it's freaking, it's crazy, right? I mean, um, yeah. and it really worked out because prior to this, everywhere that we lived, the, the, the hot sauce collection, the room, if you will, was somewhere in the house. And it was typically a focal point. Of the house so if somebody walked in the last two houses in in arizona it was it was the front room right when you walked in so it just slammed you in the face this finally is a space for the wife you know upstairs and she has our home and then i've got my my space my man cave if you will whatever it is um down here so it really works out um works nice. out well and this is the first time that i've ever had everything that i own out on display at one time Wow. 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 So are there any sauces that you won't put in your collection? Um, you know what? No, no. I mean, so there's a lot of folks, um, (laughs) that are just getting up and started and they're not quite legal yet. The way that I look at it is that I'm I'm hoping that those people are just starting their journey into this. Yeah. And so it's, um, it's the, it's the first step in in their life and i have maybe one or two three of them that i had it from way way back and then as they you know as they progress as they change their labels that they got legal and i have those progression i have those labels as well so i just think that's a neat part of this you know because again if you look at it this is for me i go i, I guess i step past just normal collecting because this is this yeah. is yeah. eleven thousand <laughs> bottles, right? This is, I mean, this is pretty massive. So, and I get that, you know, I, I understand it and I own it fully, and, and that's kind of cool for me. Um, but yeah, so to be able to to show that progression and to show that difference and and how it came about and how they stepped through it, I think is just I don't know, it just adds a little something special for me. So you, you mentioned about the labels. Do you every time somebody changes a label, do you get another version of that sauce? Is that like is that how you're building it? Claire, I used to. I used to be like really just like gun ho, man. If somebody changed it, boom, I was I was on it like a you know, like a hawk. Um, as I've gotten older and there's just so much more out there, it is a little mm-hmm. tougher for me, right? Um yeah. and I have a little more patience with it now. You know, back in the day it was just like bah, 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 you know, I would just buy up as many as I possibly could. Now I'm kind of like, all right, let's just chill out. And if I get it, you know, I get it. But yes, I do. And, you know, it's funny. So I, I in my 27-ish, 26 years of collecting, I have adopted or taken in or purchased eight other collections now. So, yeah. you know, wow. there was a process. This last one that I just picked up, and they were over in Raleigh, um, Wake Forest, about an hour or so away. And I got them all. And it was funny because I was, I was taking them out of the boxes and I was looking at them. And I'm like, oh, I have that. Oh, I have that. I have that. You know, and then I got to the one. I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting old. I don't quite remember if I have that. So I walked and I found it. And I was like, wow, I do. But the label's different. So then I had to go back to all of those cases and take everything out. And I went back to look to see the label vary. And I got some really cool stuff. And again, you know, it's just it probably wouldn't really matter to, to most everybody. But to a collector, I, yeah. I was just. I was just blown away, man. My mouth was watering on some of this. It's crazy. So I, I have a pic, a picture pulled up of his collection, his foyer in Phoenix of his last house. If 
Spike, you want to enable screen sharing? Oh, I sure, yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, I really like that house. It had it, it, what what Zach seven fifteen seventeen foot ceiling, I guess, in that one arch. Yeah. So it was just a a, a massive Boom. look, and for being able to wow. take pictures standing up and against that was just it was crazy. I mean, it was. And really, that's your front just, your front entryway. Yeah, that was, was like the front yeah. room. Right when you walked in, that that's the room that you entered into the house. And this uh, is just one third of it. It still wraps around, so it wraps around the entire room. Wow. You know, wow. so I looked at it when I, so when we purchased that house, I was like, you know, it's crazy because I was just looking, I was like, wow, it looks to me, I, I had my tape measure out. And I'm like, all right, I look professional. And I measured it all out. And I'm like, this is really cool. But I didn't take into consideration the arches. I didn't take into consideration the window. There's like a walkthrough in that room into the garage. So I lost all of that space. So that kind of fell back into, I wasn't able to get everything out. I mean, I, I thought I would, it would be bigger space, but it, I never took, there was some of those bottles that I had for literally years uh, in storage that I just was never able to get, you know, to, to display. And, and that was a, that was a huge thing, you know, so it's funny and we, we tease and, and I still, we keep in contact with our realtor. And, and so our first conversation with her, we got on a, you know, like a three-way call and she was like, well, what are you looking for? And then through my mind, I'm going, <laughs> she's probably expecting somebody, they want a big kitchen, they want storage space, they want a big bedroom. We were like, we need a, big monster room for our hot sauce collection and she was she was like what you know just, <laughs> just google me and then so she looked and she goes oh my okay so this is going to be different this is i've never you know she had never <laughs> and there was houses that i just walk right into and i'm like yeah this beautiful home i just i can't i can't do it it's not going to be enough room so this was this was a dream come true this one i mean so and, and i think zach was here really early on right zach when i mean the floor yeah. there was it was a concrete floor the walls weren't done it was just insulation and what i mean it was just i mean it was uh it, it was bare bones it was really nothing down here and the work that my that my brother-in-law did the, the work at the floor guys and um, and just i guess me too. I'll take some of it, you know, the painting and the and, and all of that stuff. I mean, it's just it's taken a long time uh, to get here. It's not finished, um, but it's it's man, it's come a long way. Well, do you? Th yeah. I mean, obviously, it won't ever be finished, but because that's not <laughs> the nature of this sort of thing, <laughs> right? But is there? A, I mean, sure, there's a limit. Uh, would you start thinking about another house at that point? Oh man, I I don't know how much bigger of a you know, and this is really not a big house. I mean, this is just a this is a great space. And Zach was giving me a hard time too because I told him I was down here today. I was putting away sauces, and, you know. So there's times that I just kind of save them for the weekends, and you know, I'll bring them down. And I think I had five cases altogether of different stuff that I had to kind of had work into the room. Um, and he's like, is there ever going to be enough sauce? I'm like, well, no, um, I'm never, I have no end goal on this. But my funny thing, my shtick was that, you know, um, global hot sauce domination was my, was my end goal. Um, and I think I've almost, <laughs> I've gotten to that point. But as a collector, again, as you're starting to, as you're looking at things and you start running out of space, you get really creative with small amounts of space. And, yeah. and another running gag that I had for, for a long time was if I could see paint, then, then I was not happy. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to cover every inch of wall with hot sauce. Uh, and I have a lot of space. I've got, I have a lot of things up my sleeve. And I can fit a, a crap ton more sauce in here. Super glue to the we, ceiling. No, <laughs> yeah. we can. So the way that basement's built, we can hang 
shelving off the ceiling if we really wanted to. Oh, there you go. But if you look behind me, you can kind of see black above the the sauce. That's that's space to me. I want to take it all the way to the ceiling, so I have enough room to do a whole nother row, fifty two feet again of another row wow. here, and thirty one feet of there too. So I just have to build it. And there's a couple of blank walls here and there that I'm that I would like to. You know, that's my. I was kind of hinting around to Santa. I want a miter saw, so I'm gonna start building more shelves. You know, and get a little more intricate. I mean, just cutting things and, and, and stuff. I mean, I have all of that, but I really want to start to get into. And then I, I, I know you probably guys know um, Steve uh, Canoe Gator, uh, Hot Sauce Holsters, and and he's a oh, yeah. he's woodworker yeah. by that's what his trade is. That's what he does by day. So he wants he is just dying to do something in here and just make his make his presence known in this room. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give him a couple of walls just to kind of have fun with. So yeah, I'm I've I, I can I can fit more stuff in here. Yeah, I mean with the way that a, oh go ahead Zach. I was gonna say see that pillar behind him like he yeah he put shelving on that which he and I have talked about. Yeah, yeah. the the way that the hot sauce world is going with the such a huge explosion over the last couple of years i think you got maybe six months is, is your is goal to own every hot sauce like is that like if there's a hot sauce you haven't seen do you get it or do you pick and choose right so th as you're talking about how big this, this the industry keeps growing that just gets more and more difficult for me back in yeah. the day yeah i thought i could do it i really thought i had that you know i had it locked in and now as i you know so We'll get all nerdy, right? 2012, right? That was when Huffington Post came out with hot sauce industry. The production was the, the eighth fastest growing industry in the United States. And that was, I mean, that's a long time ago. I still look at it now. You know, it's funny because I, I end up becoming a hot sauce collector, like on social media as well, because I'm always looking for new sauces or, you know, new companies and, and just to kind of network with them. The explosion is just, I mean, it's just incredible. And there's yeah. how many sauces people are pumping out. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, if if I had the monetary, if I had the bank account to do it, I, I would chase <laughs> it a lot harder than I am now. But um, yeah, I think I think it would be tough to have every single one. but. I'll give it my best. There you go. <laughs> I, 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 oh, go ahead. But, uh, um, I was just uh, thinking about the fact that, um, you know, you say you have some butterfly bakery sauces in there. I'm curious how many you have because we make hundreds of sauces. And, uh, and, I, and I just recently commented to my husband that I don't think anybody could ever own all the sauces we've ever made. Like, I don't think uh -huh. it would actually be physically possible. I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to make a guesstimation, a rough estimate. I think I have six maybe eight of yours. Okay. Okay. So not even, not even the full, uh, big batch lineup of no. them. Yeah. We do, we do lots of like micro batches, little like, you know, 12 case batches and stuff like that. And then our big batches, we've got like 10, I think. So, so if I need to change you, right. I have you on a shelf up there now, you know, Zach, I think has two and a half shelves behind me somewhere right? <laughs> and growing. Right. Yeah, and you, you sound like uh Gindos, right. And Gindos, I think yeah. they're in Illinois, man. They are, they just, pump out sauces all of them it seems like every time you wake up there's a new sauce that they have on you know on their line so i have i have a, a good amount they sent me a, a good but they know i don't even have everything that they you know that they make but. yeah the same with me i think you probably got maybe seven or ten of ours and we've got like 40 now 
Yeah, and I and I have your old labels and new yeah. labels and they're next to oh, each wow. other too. Really, oh, yeah. that's awesome. You, you are, yeah, it's re- it's really neat to kind of see your development as well, and I think that's kind of neat, you know. So yeah, if you want to send me more, I'll just again, you know, because I, I just did the same thing with with Mikey V, and I knew I was going to have a problem with Mikey, and I put him on one of the walls, and and just the way that the display looked, it looked really great. Um, but good lord, I mean, he came out with another. You know, he keeps coming out with more sauces, and he had the he's got the hot Cheeto sauce out now. So I was just I broke down and moved him onto a you know onto a shelf, and so <laughs> you know that's the fun part of it. You know, I do I, I bust Zach's balls, I really do, and 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 I think he deserves it. But oh, yeah. that's what oh, that's yeah. what that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Because that actually for me to come down here, and I've told him that too, that it's my it's my my piece down here, right? It's, it's, that's the kind of thing that I like to do. It's a, it's that challenge aspect of it and just be, you know, and I go through and it's funny at how many times I've walked through this room and, you know, I get done with a section, I get done with whatever it is all cleaned up. I'm ready to leave. And then I walk on like, I see, a, I see a label out of one and I twist the freaking labels and I make sure everything is all nice and straight. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's a little obsessive. I thing. get that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's, right, so. my employees if a if a label is a millimeter low it drives they know it drives me crazy and so they and now their eye is like that too and that's i love good. that yeah that's i good. can see it i'll be like that's too low get adjust it you know can't can't that's have awesome. it <laughs> can't do it i can't sleep right my arch do you have favorite Sorry. labels like just labels that i mean for so many it's got to be really hard but i i'm a label as you know i'm a label yeah. guy so, um, and you know, I almost become, you know, I was teasing with the, with the folks at, at work the other day, I almost become more of a label collector than, than anything else. And we were teasing because we do a lot of private label, um, at work as well. And we had gotten in a new client and of course, boom, he's got his face on it, you know? So, you know, I just giggle and you know, it's an ego thing, but I do, I look at labels more than I do anything else. Do I have favorites? There are some that really kind of stand out. There are some that drive me absolutely wild because it's really hard for me, again, as a collector. Um, and I'm looking at like Tropical Pepper Company. Um, and, and I want to say they're out of like Costa Rica or Belize or something like yeah. that. All of their labels have like a parrot on it in like an emblem. And then each one is just a different color for the different flavor. And it's the same thing with like Melinda's, right? All Melinda's got the same picture of the same lady, but every one of the labels is all different. Those are the ones that really kind of trip me up as a as a collector. I'm like, crap, do I have the purple one? Do I have the, you know what I'm saying? Do I have the burgundy one? And you know, as I again, as I get older and, and the more that I'm looking in the books, I'm looking on internet, it's like, shit, do I do I have that in the collection or did I just see that somewhere? So if I end up buying and and you know, it happens a little bit more now as I've gotten older, I end up buying something that I already have. But again, that's a win-win for me because then I get to eat it. There you go. That's what that was it's gonna all be about, one of my right? questions is how much how much eating of sauce do you do versus collecting of it? Yeah, tons. I mean, I really I mean I eat a lot of hot sauce like literally every single day on every single just like everybody else, you know. And <laughs> because I do, I catch that's one of the things that I do catch a lot of slack from. And it's not specifically, but it is some of the newer folks that are in the in the chili community and, and in the family, but it's more like when when stuff really kind of goes out like on from news outlets and magazines and Atlas Obscure, I had something and I was actually, I was trending on the internet. I catch a lot of slack from people like, Oh my God. Well, he has the, he has the largest out of date hot sauce collection, right? Because some of this stuff has just been sitting on my shelves for, for so long. And they're like, Oh, it's such a waste to put them on the shelf and not eat them. 
trust me, I, I eat a lot of sauce every single day. I do, I, you know, just because I do enshrine them, immortalize them, if you will. Um, I do, that's, it was based off of eating hot sauce and it still today stands from eating hot sauce. Now, what gets really difficult for me, right, is that if somebody from international sends me one bottle and it's just, you know, and I read the ingredients and I read it, you know, a little bit about it. And I'm like, God, it just breaks my heart not to eat it. But again, I think that that patience comes with um, with age and, and how long I've been doing it. And again, I know that this thing is taken on almost a life of its own. So it's more important for me to immortalize it, to put it on the shelf than it is for me to try it. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Where I'm not going to lie to you because I want to try, you know what I'm saying, every single thing, but just I can't. Will you get Thai food when I was out there last time? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we took we took like five bottles of sauce with us to that restaurant. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You said the same thing. Just the, exactly, right? Just, just the other yeah. thing the other night. We went and got something. She was like, oh, this restaurant has a really good uh, French onion soup. So I grabbed a bottle of sauce from work and took it. And again, obviously, you know, the the the, the server talked about it and asked me. So I just left it with him. You know, and I, I try to do that as, as much as I, I, do, I can as well. I carry a holster with me pretty much everywhere. Or it's in, you know, I got the cargo shorts. That's all I live in. That's what I wear. And I've got powder or sauce or something in one of the pockets everywhere. But that's what it's about. You guys probably yeah. do the same thing, you know. And yeah. You know, again, you're trying to work your brand out there and, and try to put that out in front of you know people's faces. I am, I don't know, the ultimate brand ambassador for the industry, right? So I try to bring everybody's sauce, and I just try to, I try to promote hot sauce as as a whole, if that makes sense. I tell you what, the first, so when you the first time you posted of the picture, you know, the picture that you get when when it goes into the collection. Um, we had for our tiny, tiny little company at the time, the most orders we had had, we got a ton of orders. It was awesome. It was like, oh, we've made it. Yes. All right. That's what it's all about. I really do need to get back into it. And and again, so we go back to like what you and I were talking about on how meticulous and, and how into it, that room that Zach showed and had that really cool corner and I could. I positioned the table where it got really good sunlight. And then I was able to put a couple of, of, of cameras on. The pictures were just were amazing. And, and they just turned out really, really well. I can't find that yet. I haven't I haven't found that spot that I'm I'm in love with quite yet. So that's the we, only reason I'm like we, two two years behind on putting pictures out. Um it's something that I I need to get back into. We we need to install you a spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I need I need lighting. Nice wood table. Yeah. 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 I need I need lighting. And so that's again, so we go back to where it's it, you know, it's always it's gonna be a project. It's always building it. It's always gonna be yeah. changing and adding sauces and stuff to it. There's a lot of construction pieces that I need to do. You know, I'm in a sweatshirt. I've got a heater sitting here now because we, we're not tapped into the AC and the heat quite yet. There's a room back over here, kind of, and, and if you've seen some of the pictures, there's a it's a shower curtain, a flame shower curtain, but we're going to put a half bath down here. And then the other one's going to be my storage. So, and then the other part is I need lighting in here um, because it's just the, the sauces are lit with the track lighting on the sides, but the middle of the room doesn't quite get it. So I, there's a lot of things I need to, I need to do here, you know, yet. So since it's the basement, it must stay pretty cool. I know how 
it gets hot. Um, it must stay pretty cool down in the basement so that... Yeah, it actually does. Yeah, it actually really stays kind of nice um, down That's here, even, even in the summers. And I do have a have an air conditioner. I have a little window unit that, you know, just kind of blows and it just keeps it just cool. Again, it just got a little cold this weekend. Um, so it's just a little chilly down here and especially at night. But yeah, I mean, I, I keep, I monitor it. Like when, um, when we got our freeze last year, man, I was down here more often, you know, and, and, and I borrowed a couple of heaters from work from one day that just kind of spooked me and I'll, I'll go through and I'll look at, I'll feel the bottles and, and shake them and make sure everything is all right. But yeah, I mean, it's, we're good on that piece. I just want to, I want comfortability. I want, you know, it's 2024 almost, you know? Yeah. I'm Claire George. I own Butterfly Bakery of Vermont. We make hot sauce, mustard, cookies, and granola, and 100% of our products are made with Vermont ingredients. The thing that I hear most often from people is that my hot sauce tastes like the peppers that are in it. We do really simple recipes that don't get too crazy and nitpicky just to really accentuate the, the flavor of the peppers that are in there. The unique thing about our hot sauces is how much we feature the farm and the relationship with the farm and really um, bring the terroir of Vermont to our hot sauces. I am pretty sure I am the number one purchaser of Vermont grown chili peppers. I would love it if there would be a legitimate pepper market in Vermont where people would know Vermont for its peppers. We're all better for supporting each other. You know, and I think that part really shows itself with the collaborations that I do with the other businesses and the other farms that, that I love working together and coming up with new ideas and presenting each other with new challenges. And I think overall, that's the attitude here. And I absolutely love it because that's my attitude. I try to live my life with love. The ingredients that I use, I would say that my values are reflected in that, um, that I use ingredients that, again, feel good, feel loving, feel supportive. The relationship with the farmer was how it all began. If I changed the reason for it being, if I went out and bought some commodity peppers, you know, it might not be as good. <laughs> you can find Butterfly Bakery of Vermont hot sauce, mustard, granola, and cookies at butterflybakeryvt.com. So. Sure. Uh, so what are your favorite and least favorite sauces? And I get, I get that it's going to be you know, some of your favorite and least favorite sauces. And you don't have to call anybody out if you don't want to. I, I, I get that. Sure. Absolutely. And I don't, and I won't, it's, it's too difficult with just how massive the industry is and just how many sauces there, there yeah. actually are on the market right now. And for me, I don't, I, and I've always thought this, I, I can't limit my brain down to this is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I have a couple of favorites that I kind of, I roll back to depending on what I'm eating, but there's, there's not many. Um, because again, for me to be able to do something like this, I, I need to try as many sauces as I possibly can. I need to eat as many chili peppers as I possibly can, because again, who I am and what I bring to the table and what I have, people ask me questions all the time. So if I'm, if I'm, if I limit my brain to eating seven of my favorite sauces all the time, I won't know what's actually out there to be able to help them maybe bring them into the community, you know? And, and so, because I think that's really, it's important. And again, that, that rolls back to what I feel that I do, you know, I am not here. When I think that a lot of people also ask me the question is, you know, why don't you make your own hot sauce? You know, you, you, you know what, you know what you like, you know, you've tasted so many. I've never wanted this to be 
looked at as like a marketing tool, right? So this was this was my way of getting you to buy my hot sauce, if that makes sense. I've always I've always wanted it to be pure that it's a collector's collection, and and that was extremely important to me, and it really and it really is now. Now, will I collab with the right person? Sure, absolutely. Have I given my input on a couple of sauces here and there? Without a doubt, and and I will always, you know. But for me to put a sauce that that's mine on the market, I just I won't I won't do it. So again, I have skirted around your question on the bad sauces <laughs> too. I you know that's tough. There's it really becomes it, it's it's personalized, right? It's it's what you like and what you don't. You know, I'm not a fan of mango. It just it's just it's not my thing. You know, me there's either. a ton of mango. Habanero sauces out there in the market, you know. So why should I say I don't like that one because there's my, that's my that's my holdup. But I don't like that, right? So I just I, I try to stay clear from from that piece of it because again, a lot of these folks are, are are sending me their sauces because they want my input, right? They want to hear, right? And and I try to you know way back in the day we talked about the hot sauce blog 17 years ago, 16 years ago. Um, and I was one of the, very, I guess, one of the first reviewers um, uh, out there. And I always felt that it was important for me to give a truthful opinion on it. Now, I wasn't out there. You know, a lot of people take that truthful and then they feel that they have to be the bad guy. They're the bad wrestler. Right. So then they just beat up everybody. I don't think that needs to be done like that. Right. I think uh, I think that if if there isn't something that's quite there, then then there should be a, a conversation and, and and let's get you where you want it to be instead of just bashing it. You know, because I, I just that's not my style. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to kick somebody when they're down. It might not be it might not be where it needs to be. But hey, Thicken this, cook it longer, put onion in it, put, you know, in, what's your, what's the ratio of, you know, how much garlic you have in it, triple it, you know, something, you know, those types of things to try to get them to where that sauce needs to be. Cause there's a lot of competition now. Yeah. That's whenever I make a dish for somebody and I want to know what the, what it is uh, that I should change or sauce now. Um, when I was a chef, it was a dish. Um, but I would I wouldn't ask do they like it I would ask what would you change about it? Right. It opens it up for them to give more information. Yeah, without a doubt, and that's what, what it should be. What? Right. So this is a this is a cool community, and we should be able to be able to bounce ideas off of each other. And and I think you know again for for folks that are just kind of getting into it, they ask me about like the big shows, you know, and and I get. The big shows come with a big price, right? Big dollar sign. And a lot of times you're traveling across the country. So again, that's a huge monetary commitment. Um, and I get that, you know, a lot of times they don't have that. It could make or break a company if you, you know, if you think about it. And I've, I've kind of seen it. So, but on the other part of that, the opportunity, and, and you know, a lot of times that, you know, a lot of the, the, it'll go out on social media and, you know, on Facebook and I'll talk about where are you staying? Where's who's, where are you staying? You know, and there's, there's a large group of people staying in, at the same hotel, right? So those nights after the show, sitting around drinking, a, you know, a little something, having a conversation, where are you getting your bottles from? How are you getting, you know, I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting rooked on my labels. Where are you guys getting your labels? You know what I'm saying? So just that information gathering and just feeding off of each other and seeing how that guy sets up his booth and that guy presents his, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's really good because again, there's, there's so many of us in it and those shows, everybody's 
throwing in their, you know, their two cents and trying to help the young guy along. And nobody's out there trying to, you know, it's not a, it's not a battle and beat that guy down. It's a, it's a community because if you sell more hot sauce and then whatever it is, we as a, as a community have sold more hot sauce and gotten it out there and we as a community grow. And then hopefully everybody else's sales grows based off of that. That's awesome. That's what this podcast yeah. is about. Vic, um, have you, what attracts you to a sauce that you want to eat? Like, what are the flavors that you look at the ingredients and you're like, oh, I, I really want to try that. I would probably say I'm a, I'm a huge ghost pepper fan. Um, so yeah. most pep- with sauces with ghost pepper will, will, will kind of hone me in first. I don't have a, I guess maybe my favorite style of sauce would be like Caribbean style. I like thick, mm-hmm. vivid, bright colors with lots of pepper solids in it and seeds floating around in there. And I almost want it to be a meal, right? Kind of chewing through it, you know, um, that's, nice. that really draws me in. I think, a, I think a bright color. And then once I get to the ingredients and there's things that I know what they are, right. And I can actually pronounce makes, makes a big difference too. Right. And I just, to me, I just like, simple is better right it just yeah the more simple the sauce is and just just how your preparation how you make it and you know the intricacies and you know the the you know the twists and turns on it but again just a simple sauce is just a nice nice i'm a purist at heart you're a purist at heart how do you feel about a hundred dollar hot sauce oh yeah we're not talking about that one sauce that comes in the banging ass packaging Freaking we're not nice talking point. about that that other whiskey aged sauce we're talking like yeah. an actual hundred dollar hot sauce sure i get it i get it all right so um so let's touch base on on both of those right so um i do think it's kind of neat that some folks are, are trying that you know you you know if you if you think back back in the day it was like blair's and, and k john's i think were those were the go-to's on your collectible yeah. bottles right those expensive ones i mean because those guys were just pumping out some just incredible stuff you know, and and now flash forward, and now it's you know it's Merle at Hellfire, and you know he, he sold out of. He, I don't even his remember what his numbers that last Halloween that yeah. he had, <laughs> selling them for five hundred dollars each. I want to say he sold out in less than two minutes. Wow! I mean, it, oh my god! Yeah, and I I I I, I want to say it was like fifty. I, I don't remember what his numbers were. I can the text. I have the text somewhere, and but I was just I was floored. And then, and I just, I was like, congrats, bro. I mean, that's just so freaking crazy. And in this world, it's just so different now to be able to do that um, is, is pretty special. Right. And it's, it's pretty neat. You know, there's a, those are more along the lines of like specialty bottles. I'm talking like a ingredient in a five ounce woozy, you know what I mean? The three of us are going to do one where the ingredients and the processes equate a special sauce that's worth that dollar amount right yeah Yeah, right you have to what is that little animal the little kivet right that eats the things and poops out i've had that it's really good my my uncle lives in thailand so he could probably get us uh stuff right right from there get it fresh from the source You know, the, the the one that's special is actually the one that the, it's the same exact process, but it's an elephant. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. It's more and you expensive. can make paper out of the rest of the poop. <laughs> Lord, the deal with the, the elephant, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I, wasn't trying to, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to derail you from the, the hellfire situation, obviously. No, 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 no. I get it. I understand where you're, where you're going with it. And, and I, I think it's a, it's a fun, right? And you start thinking about um, the different things and, 
and, and how you really kind of to, to ramp it up to make it something, you know, something different, something special. Because again, that's what a, a lot of these folks are dealing with all the time, right? You, you, all of you, all three of you, right? So there's so many sauces on, on the market. How do I come up with something different, right? That is going to stay within my budgetary kind frame and still be able to present something that's unique enough to catch the sales that I need, you know? And so that's tough, man. So to be able to not have those budgetary commitments on it and just make something crazy, right? I think that would be kind of fun. Well, look at Can the guy. What's think the guy of an ingredient we would add to that or a process? What do you think? What that, what's that McKellen? Is it, isn't that the bourbon or something that's really freaking crazy expensive, putting some of that in it? Yeah, I mean, I would just, just yeah, just kind of cool ingredients. And the processes, right? So there's so many different, people are trying so much different right now, right? And where I was going is that guy from Louisiana, Swamp Dragon. Have any of you guys uh, tried yeah. processes, yeah. right? All right. Um, no offense. They're different, right? They're very unique, right? So he doesn't use any vinegar and he uses alcohol. Um, so each one of his sauces, he's got a tequila, he's got a rum, he's got a vodka. I think there's four, maybe five different ones. And again, there's no vinegar. It's all based off of the uh, the vodka, I guess, as the, as the holder. I think that's that's neat, right? It's that's really yeah. cool angle to do things. Am I am I a fan? It's not quite. It's not my thing. How's that? Right. Um, yeah. You know, if he if he were to ask me on uh, maybe on some recipe development, some with some different things, you know, uh, I think that his angle on it, where really it's the it's the the each one of the alcohols first, okay. But again, I think it's hot sauce, so I think that I think that the flavor should match what what it is, right? So it's it's one thing to put out a a, a cheap novelty hot sauce, but if it doesn't taste good, nobody's going to come back and buy it. Right. I'm not saying that his isn't, but if you if you don't put flavor first, if that's not your, you know, one of the things that you know, I spent a lot of time with K. Johns, and you know, we kind of we kind of touched on, you know, my background in this whole thing. So being a hot sauce collector, I just started going to all the hot, the, you know, the shows that I could, right? Uh, Zest Fest and Albuquerque. Uh, there were two in Florida, Pinellas, and, and all that, and so just dragging my wife out there and going to as many as I could and then just start, you know, meeting people on the blog. And then, and then through that there, you know, K John basically was like, good Lord, you're here all the time. Why don't you just come, you know, help us behind the booth. You, you eat and know my sauces almost as good as I do, you know? And, and so it was just a, it was kind of like a marriage made in heaven, if you, if you would, you know? So then I got to kind of travel and keep going to, you know, more and more shows and getting out there. Um, and I got to meet more people and I got to collect more hot sauces and it just, it just, it worked out good. And then he got, you know, folks that, that were as passionate about sauce as they were. And he didn't have to take somebody out of the kitchen. He didn't have to take somebody out of the warehouse or the gift shop or something like that. Who didn't want to be there. We wanted to be there. So it really, you know, kind of worked out you know, really well. And it just wasn't with K John's I've, I've, I've helped out. I've helped out Steve Seabury before. I used to work his California shows. Johnny McLaughlin back when in the day when he was, you know, um, when he was in it. Um, there was some folks out of Illinois, Joe and Robin, and they had um, they had a jerk sauce and one hot sauce and a couple of preserves, and they were amazing. And that's really kind of we started. I started working with them, I guess, first. And Wendy was with K Johns, and then we just all just kind of in the middle and, you know it was funny because i used to tell a story because john and sue you know they tell us what they would do in sales and such and and it was 
I told them that the first weekend that Wendy and I work with them, we sold more on Friday than they had the entire weekend the year before. That's it wasn't great. too far off the truth. It's it's still going to this day. They still, still it's still going to. So I mean, could you even answer like the desert island hot sauce question? Let I me mean, answer. Already... Let me ask it. I just I understand fully that you couldn't answer this, but I love asking it. All right. So uh, here it is. What is your desert island hot sauce? This is the scenario. You're on a cruise ship, and it's sunk, and now you're the only sole survivor. You're stranded on a desert island. Food from the ship will wash ashore. All kinds of different food washes ashore. You're able to eat all kinds of different things. But there's only one hot sauce on the, sauce on the ship. It's a whole pallet. It washes ashore. What one or, you know, what, which ones would you like it to be? And so I ask this, and this is, I, I find this question interesting because what I'm looking for is the breadth of a sauce. Some sauces I find really, really good, but I can only eat them on one or two things, but other sauces I can eat on anything. And so what I'm looking for is uh, kind of curating those sauces that can be eaten on a lot of different things. And I call those a, like a, like a multi-use type yeah. of sauce, right? And I find that um, typically either your Caribbean style or your Louisiana style for the most part um, really work well those right because the other ones even if kind of you know just think about a southwestern style and asian style obviously you know you, your your mind is going right to um that type of food for the og right that louisiana style right that nice thin processed down right uh, vinegar forward you can just put it on absolutely anything right and and i think that's, spike that's where sauces. Think, you what the spike queso sauces i do <laughs> i was holding off I get it. I, I get I it. Love you know, them. Right? I go back and forth, right? And and so because I eat a lot, and uh, again, I'm I'm wanting to try things, and so I'm I just eat a lot of different sauces. Again, I like the thicker stuff. The wife is a big Louisiana sauce. She loves that vinegar. She loves the vinegar forward. Um, so I end up again eating a lot of those. I always finish her meals or you know whatever. But it's um, I, I think I would probably if it were a dream scenario. I would probably want something like that, that again, you can use on everything, whether I catch a monkey in a tree or snag a fish, <laughs> you know, and whenever I'm eating that day, it would go on. That's awesome. See, I got an answer. That's a great answer. Perfect. Great answer. I've got a Louisiana, so you haven't had it, um, but we've got a Louisiana sauce that we've done um, and it's a little bit on the chunkier side. So I think you might like it also. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about, right? So it, it, and it should be. And I'm glad that you guys do that and you guys play around and just have some fun with it. And just because, because those, those parameters, right? Those, this is what, this is what a Louisiana style should be. And this is what this should be, right? Why not? play around with that and take a little of that and take a little of it, you know what I'm saying? And meld it and put it together. And that's, I mean, that's just, it's, that's fun to me. And it, the same thing, like you were talking about, you know, being a chef, you know, I think that was, and that's why I ended up going, I went to culinary school. So I, again, my, my background, um, I worked for a big box company for 21 years, just got burnt out of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before that. Oh yeah. The other one, the other one, the other one. Sorry. The other guys. All right. 21 years I was, I was with them. Um, and I just got, I got tired of the retail scene. I just couldn't do it anymore. And so I, we made a decision and I was, I think I was 41 years old. I ended up going to culinary school. And at that point I had just taken on the, I was writing for Chili Pepper Magazine. 
So I was really struggling with, I can, I'm a storyteller, right? I can, I can ride along for, you know, for, for hours and talk about hot sauce is, is an easy thing for me. Um, but actually coming up and putting recipes down was, was difficult. So I thought if I went to culinary school and kind of got a culinary-ish background, you know, that that would help me with those, with the developing of the recipes and, and keeping them consistent and, and, and being able to explain the methods and, and how to process and how to do it. And, and I enjoyed it. I mean, it was just, just a huge amount of fun. And so it was really fun for me to take like these classic recipes, right? Creme brulee, right? And, and that was one of the things that we had to do and, and, and present in class and do it. After class, I made a ghost pepper creme brulee. And, and, and crepe sucettes. And, and I, I want to say I threw Trinidad scorpion in. And it was just, it was just so much fun to take all of these, these things that, that, that these classically trained chefs, you know, learning how to do and then putting that spicy spin on it. So then I took that because that excited me and put it into the magazine. So I started off the, my, my first article was called sauce and tell. And it was basically for no better terms, it was following my, 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 collection right and, and and following the travels that i was uh, that i was taking and at that time as it sort of kind of grew and took on a name of itself i just started culinary school so it was going to follow my culinary track at some point it kind of evolved and it came into where i was just presenting um sauce recipes chutneys and, and jams and hot sauces and barbecue sauces and all of that um so then they asked you know because i tried to again and I do this in my sales pitches when, when I'm at the shows, too, though I like it spicy and a lot of us in the, in the chili head community like it really spicy. I have, to, I have to know that not everybody looks at things like this and not everybody has the same heat tolerance that, that, that I do. So for me, for selling a sauce, I don't, I don't want to chase a newbie away, if that makes sense, right? I want to blow the top of their heads off because it's just too hot. So I want to, I want to find something that they didn't realize was out there, or taste, or or something, and sell them and get them in. So it was the same thing with with the with the recipes. So they were like, "Well, would you like to do crazy hot ones as well?" I'm like, oh, "Yeah, absolutely." So I had another one. I took over from Captain Tom, and uh, he passed away. I think I think he's going on two years now. And so it was a it was the spiciest recipes in in the uh, in the magazine. So then I went back to what I was doing in school and tried to take just old school recipes that everybody knew and just make them barn burners, and, you know. And and I, that, it was fun. It was fun for me. That's awesome. Have you uh, have you ever had anything in your collection break? Have you lost any of the bottles in your collection? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Um, you know, it was funny. So both moved. So I was in Florida for a long time. That's kind of where I, I grew up. Um, we moved to Arizona. I didn't lose any bottles. Moved from Arizona here to North Carolina. Didn't lose any bottles. But in the interim, like when the wife is vacuuming, I've lost several bottles. And the cats <laughs> took out a couple of bottles here yes. and there. You know, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What can I say? I have eleven thousand bottles of hot sauce in my house. I can't, you know. My <laughs> wife would would be the cat lady. She would have like seventy two if I didn't keep her in check. So we have we have five right now, and I think that's a that's a good. He doesn't keep note. her in check. Don't don't let him fool you. She <laughs> he will be like, look what I found in a parking lot somewhere. He now lives here. We were just somewhere. We were just. I think it was Myrtle Beach. And if she would have caught that damn cat, we it was a cat outside the restaurant. And she would have caught that damn thing. I think I know we. 
you would have driven home with it. <laughs> and she's running all through the bushes along the side of the mall trying to catch his kitty, 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 kitty. All right. My wife. Yeah. What's <laughs> up with my crap? Who else would allow me? Yeah, well, she's the one that started it. What are you talking about? It's her fault. I oh, totally her fault. blame her. One thousand percent, and I'll back you on that. Anything what else? What else you want to find? Do inspiration oh, class? Back. Back. Yeah. back. What? Want to see? Want to see my cock? That's awesome. I had that joke, man. That was I, I had that joke since yesterday. Surprised <laughs> you didn't slide in my DMs with a picture of your cock. Right, right exactly. <laughs> you don't know what I have lined up for later. Oh God, here we go. So, uh, Vic, what, what, or who inspires you in the hot sauce world? You know, I, I would I'd probably first off, I would probably say John K. John Hard. He's been he's been an inspiration to me. Um, he's been a mentor to me in my life, and and not just through hot sauce, but you know, in in other aspects of it. You know, it's funny because it, it, now that he, you know, so I, I don't know if you guys know he he retired. Um, it's probably got to be about four years, maybe five years ago, I think, right, Zach? And so when he sold the company and he was he was going to step out, he sold it to Hot Shots. Um, hot Shots is and um, the debate his biggest distributor, and so. The I guess part of the contract was that it was going to be a two-year deal where John would stay on, we would stay on as a travel team and kind of show Hot Shots how to do the expos and, and the hot sauce festivals and such. And then so um, owner, um, it's a family um, company, Matt and Lauren. Matt came to the show. Albuquerque, I think, was the first time I had met him. And he was like, my God, you guys are really good at this why don't we just keep this going for the near future you know and we had no end date on it and you know so it worked out really good for us and then flash forward the next year in albuquerque um as he had gotten like a year to you know to kind of meet me in my background and you know what i've done and what i do in the community he was like well what's it gonna what's it gonna take to, to get you to come to north carolina and work for us full-time uh, we well, Zach knows I talked to him a lot. It, it took probably about five ish or so months for me to make a decision because I, yeah. you know, so again, my, my, my background 21 years with one company, I did work for us foods for about seven years. Um, so they were big corporate entities, right? So that's just what I knew. Right. So for me to take myself out of that and then go to a mom and pop operation where now there's, you know, where I was, you know, at the one company, I had 194 employees. I had eight managers under me, and you know, now I'm going. I'm, there's like six people. I think there's 13 of us all, or 11 of us all now. You know, so it was a. It was. It, it's. 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 We're going on the third year, and I'm still learning. I'm still. I'm still adapting. It's for me again. If if I think about this whole journey and and what I from somebody again who just liked spicy food and hot sauce. I didn't take the path that you folks did and you made your own sauce, right? You followed your passion that way because you didn't like spike. You didn't like the the, the vinegar in, in Tabasco. Yeah. So you wanted to make something different, right? And, and I get that, right? Again, I chose just a different path. I chose the collecting part of it and the displaying aspect of it. And then just, you know, that kind of, and then it ended up playing into the more I realized it, the more people wanted to hear about it and talk to me and, and get my input. Then I don't know, maybe the dream from when I was a kid about being a, a coach or, or a teacher or something like that, the educational aspect that comes with this, because I know you all get it right. When somebody find out 
that you're in the business and you make hot sauce, then they just start asking questions and this and that. And well, how does this work? And how's that? And well, have you heard about the new Pepper X? You know, and it just you just end up getting in and you just start educating people. You know, and and I find myself I'm at the grocery store and somebody stops and they're looking at this hot sauce section. I'm like, oh yeah, pick right there. Get this one. Get this one. You know, that's that's what I. It's what we do. Right. It's what I do. I love yeah. it. And Absolutely. it's all K John's fault. Okay, you know, he is, uh, I've, I've chatted with him a couple times online and he is the nicest guy. He didn't know me from Adam and, and took the time and gave me a lot of information. He's just a really good dude. Yeah, it really is. Cause he, he is humble on that aspect because somebody did that to him. And, and that's just, you know, again, that's how I got into this and probably how a lot of you got into this, you know, as, as we were, as we were kids, you, you mimicked what, the adults around you did right you ate the same things as they did right and so my you know how i got into my grandpa he, and he man he he spoke like zero english i mean he, he he was italian and i mean that's all he spoke anyway i mean he had the he had the most beautiful lawn you couldn't you couldn't walk on his grass he'd scream at you throw stuff at you um but he had a really cool garden on the side of the garage and he, hey back you kids then, get off my rocks yeah, exactly right. <laughs> There's a cool story about him too. But um, so we had a garden, and he grew tomatoes, and he grew all kinds of, and he grew. He was growing jalapenos, and again, that's that's like the '70s, right? I'm young, but I can remember them brushing it off, you know, him and my dad, and just eating it in the backyard and giggling and laughing and sweating and you know how you know. So it was just like, all right, that's that looks like fun. I want to, you know, I want to do. And again, he was uh, he could eat. He would eat pizza. And he would put so much red pepper flakes on it. And he would just take two slices and fold it and then eat it like a sandwich. And it just crunching through it. And I'm like, so that's that's where it started. I just mimicked what he was doing. And, you know, it was funny. By the time I was by the time I was a teen and like um, like late teen getting out of high school, when the wing craze really kind of started getting on, I can remember that my heat tolerance was just so much higher than than anybody like any adult anybody that i knew because we were getting wings and we were sending them can you make them hotter can you make them hotter and at that point they had they didn't know right i mean they, they didn't have those it was it was a whatever hot sauce that they used it was red pepper flakes or cayenne powder and that's basically all they did and if you wanted it hotter they just added more of that to it and it just came out you know all crappy tasting but i can remember that and just laughing and like it just, just it wasn't hot enough it wasn't hot enough and then then Again, growing up in Florida and in the just the the melting pot of different cultures and foods that were there, right? That's where I found those those Caribbean style sauces, and it just blew my mind, man. Just those the flavors were just so different than your your Tabascos, your Louisianas, your Crystals, and all of that stuff. It was just like it was it was mind blowing and mind it, it eye opening. It was crazy. It was awesome. That's great. Let's see. So this is good. So this is, this might be a hard, cause you're a really pot. I like I really like this cause I'm a really positive person and I like mm-hmm. that you're a really positive guy. I, I genuinely love that because. No, um, this is just his public persona. <laughs> a pessimist than I am. Is, is that. I'm going to text him like this fucking guy. No, I don't <laughs> do that often. He knows that too. And he's giving me a hard time. I'm, I will every once in a while. And he's my, sounding block right yeah, yeah, so, absolutely you know, you, you know mine too by the way yeah a lot right and so and it's good and and so you know we kind of we kind of feed off of each other and, and and so i vent to him a lot so he probably hears a little more of the you know more of the negative than, than yeah. everybody else does, i'm one thousand percent 
not being serious about him being a pessimist. <laughs> well, so what's your hot sauce hot takes? So, you know, a hot take is something that maybe, well, for me, uh, I'm not a fan of uh, Cholula, Tapatio, Tabasco. I think they were like a good rough draft. And now we're getting yeah. into doing some some really good stuff. And that's, I'm glad for have what they were. That? Have you tried that new Cholula, the um, the Reserva with the tequila and wine? Oh, I can't, I don't drink, I, so I can't have that one. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I actually want to have my buddy try. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know I it had it, tequila in it. Yeah, tequila and lime. Um, it's pretty freaking solid um, for a big bat, for you know a large mass produced. Yeah, it's, it's pretty freaking solid. Well, and um, Tabasco, their Chipotle, I genuinely like. It's a good sauce yeah, to have. And, I think is is probably the best of 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 the ones that I'm not. Again, that's another one of those flavors that Chipotle. I'm I, I'm on the fence on. You know, it's just yeah. I don't I don't uh, know. You know, it's can be a little over the top smoky ish, and yeah. and that just there there is one Chipotle sauce that I've had that I've actually enjoyed, and it actually came from Spike because yeah. it wasn't like overpowering with the fucking Chipotle. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at this sauce from my hot sauce show and tell, and I'm like, man, I'm probably not gonna like this. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's I think that right. I think that's one of those things that are you can really tell a good sauce maker from someone who's still working through it, if that makes sense. And it's based on that, because a lot of people will do that. And again, it's a popular, right? So, you know, it was kind of funny to watch the the, the hot sauce industry from the grocery store shelf, you know, aspect. You know, it was the, it was the jalapeno, right? And then boom, then the then the chipotle came in, then it was habanero. And, you know, so, you know, as, as it worked through, chipotle is tough, man. You can, it can be overpowering. You don't do it right. It's, it's not. It's just it's too strong. But if you do, you nail it. It's it's freaking tasty. It'll taste like an ashtray if you don't do it right. That's the problem sure. with it. Yeah. The wood, the wood yeah. matters. Yeah. That's, What's that's that? That El Yucateco black. I used to. Hey, that was uh, one of my. Yeah, th- I'm not gonna lie. Take. That's the hot take. <laughs> that was one of my gateway sauces, man. I hate to say it. I used to love that shit. I probably wouldn't like it now, but back in the day. I like just, the green. Again, you know, I, I nothing. Like, I love all their sauces. That one, yeah. that one, I just, that one just, I doesn't do anything for me. They, some of their new ones. I don't know if you've tasted their new line. The, the I haven't. Hab and Chilpatine one is freaking really that. good. Yeah, it's really, it's really solid. Um, their two seafood sauces. I think they call them mascaras. Is a black and a red. Those are pretty. They're they're good, man. They're really good. Now I like those people anyway. I mean, they may, I think they make great sauces, but that black label one, I just it's too. No, I tried it too. <laughs> it was too much. It tasted like a, it did. It really genuinely oh. did taste like an ashtray. So yeah, I think right. So my hot take: anytime you give up, you know, you get a sauce, and especially with some of these newer makers that are are trying to get uh, away from your your vinegar, right? So there's less vinegar. Um, and they're not cooking it quite as long. Shake your sauces. Dude. Listen to Uncle Vic, man. Every time that you get a, yeah. you get a sauce, just shake it up, man. Uh, make sure you get you're blending all of your flavors all together. Um, and then try it. Try a really small amount first, because it's obviously it's easier to come back and add more heat than it is to take away heat. Yes. Yeah. And people, I, I think that 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 curbs a lot of people. That takes them off of right. So if they unknowingly because they think it's again it's going to be something that they're that they're super familiar with um and they just douse their 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 meal with it 
it's too hot and then 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 that's it and they just then they shy away from sauce and it's just like you know um because it, it, hot sauce gets a bad rap you know the you know the fun part of it is the kids puking on youtube and you know what i'm saying is people getting destroyed <laughs> so that's what right that's what the people think of hot sauce right so it's yeah. it's difficult to, to try to change the perception right so i have and, and these folks are great uh, again I, I think zach met i think just about all of my neighbors um they're amazing none of them are into hot sauce none of, they're older none of them are into hot sauce we have them all eating hot sauce literally everybody <laughs> on the i'm a hot sauce at some point you know well, and they bought it from you know our friends you know here and so i think that's really that's that's the part of it right that's what it's all about is is getting somebody you know the indoctrination you know pulling them in slowly and you know getting them into the world so- so we interviewed the capsaicin kid last week and his mom, Sarah, was there. And she's like, yeah, I was not, I did not like spicy food. Now she's like, my tolerance is, yeah, yeah. And I think that's fun too, you know. You know, Again, I though I have a lot of the friends that are in all, you know, the capsaicin crew and, you know, they're all in, into these crazy stuff. And all they do is just challenges and, they're, you know, they're drinking tincture by but gallon okay. full. I just, oh, I don't. It's not. It's not my thing, right? It's not my bag, man. I just, I like flavor and all that. But I still, I still promote, and I still that. That's you know, it's it's a cool part of it. But I just always, again, I, I take it from everybody says I, I talk like a you know, I talk like a dad. I've had dad vibes, big dad vibes. And I tell those guys, just don't go. It's fun to go around killing all your friends and people that you don't know, but. So let's get them in first. Let's try. Let's get, there's too many really good sauces out there to, to help grow this community. Um, and, that, you know, it, it, here's another thing, right? So it's funny, and Zach and I talk about it all the time because Burger King will come out with ghost pepper whatever, right? Ghost pepper Whopper. And then all of the big dicks on Facebook, that's ah, not hot enough. That's my old, uh, you know, my grandma can eat, you know, from us, right, as a, as a community. No, I get it that it's not quite hot enough for you. And that's why you have hot sauce and that's why you have peppers and, and powders and all that. You shouldn't bash it um, out there. From If you consider yourself a, a true chili head in this community, then you should support it, right? Even if you don't like, I think that the more that they are businesses, those are big entities, right? Yeah. And so everything is based on sales. So if we just bash everything that they do because it's not hot enough for us as a chili head, then they're not going to do much more. We support okay. it and we keep going back and they keep and then hopefully they probably won't catch our heat level, right? Right. There's some things, right? Some chips and some of the stuff that's out there now that are made by big companies are like, all right, I see you. Right, because it, it's it's it wasn't like that a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So my only complaint with the big box fast food chain was Dave's hot chicken, dude. Like signing a waiver for their Reaper chicken was a fucking joke. Understood. I get it, and and they are, it's it's out there. Um, because there's sauces like this that 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 do that, right? It's all it's their marketing. Their 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 labels full of flames. And it's got a skull on it, right? and you taste it. It's like oh. Wow. Millions. Right, exactly. Yeah. It should have been baby blue with lambs and stuff on it because that's, you know, but, but. <laughs> oh, a little hearts. Right. A little baby boop hearts and stuff and kisses uh, and all what that. The fuck this um, fucking money, dude. I don't know. I'm a, again, I'm a lover, right? And I want the, I want the community to do better. I want more options. I want to, I want to, I think it's great that we have so much, you know, 
think about it. Look at the look at the landscape of your grocery store, right? You just sent me, Zach just sent me a picture today. We thought it chilly and it should have been chilly. Um, yeah. If you think about it, right, way back in the day, 10 years ago, all you could find spicy was like jerkies and nuts and chips. Yeah. And now it's literally everywhere. It's like Campbell's soup. It's got a whole line yeah. of spicy, right? I mean, it's it's in Philadelphia cream cheese. It's in all kinds of different cheeses. Yeah. I, I challenge anybody, and I've said this a lot, and I'll say it again. <clears throat> I challenge anybody to go to a grocery store right now, your local grocery store, and go up and down every single food-based aisle and not find something that says, Zesty, spicy, right? Nabanero, jalapeno, some everything. Everything's got it. Everything. Yeah. And it's cool. It's really nice. It's a really good time to be a chili head. Yeah, it brings all yeah. the uh, the spice level that everybody eats up. And that means we can sell more. Absolutely. It, you look at it from a from a culture aspect, right? So again, the United States, we're, we're a melting pot in so many different countries and so many people, refugees, and, and, and have come in here and brought their brought their food cultures to us right so now you know spicy is 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 a is is a flavor if you will right it, you know yeah, it's yeah. it's it's part of culture and it, and as the we have changed as a culture it's just changed what we've looked at and what we look at as spicy and and, and i think that we will grow everybody's tolerances or most everybody's tolerances higher and higher the more that we do it, the more that their people are exposed to it, and, and they like it, and, and they want more. You know, it's fun. That's def- definitely one thing I miss about uh, being on the East Coast is the variation of ethnic foods. Not that we don't have a decent variation here, man, but I, I don't understand what's wrong with Tucson. We're literally like 50 Tucson. miles from Mexico, and like trying to get anything spicy here is impossible. Like you go to Indian food and I'm like, hurt me. Like, I want you to fucking hurt me. And they're like, Oh, I got you. And you get it. And you're like, the fuck is this? I did that one time. I was at a Thai place and I would, you know, usually I do fine. And they lit me up. I did not. I was, it took me, I I expected, I give sure. Give me the hottest you got. And boy, did it. (laughs) I mean, Wow. (laughs) That's always that's always fun when that happens, yeah. right? There's a um, there's a Thai place. It's almost in Greens. I think it is in Greensboro, and um, he was growing reapers um, in his backyard. Oh. So he came out with a specials. He and he caught me by surprise. I was like, "Oh, good lord!" I mean, it was it was a lot hotter. He goes, "I don't make this all the time. It's just when I have you know when I have peppers and stuff." So, but it was it was good. Um, yeah, but most times, right? So I, I can remember I went to New York. I think one of the shows, and we came and. And we're like, all right, so what's your what's your level? Oh, we have one through six, and uh, six is Thai hot. I'm like, well, can I get an 11? No, no one's ever had more than nine. I'm like, all right, cool. Can I get a 12? And like, I don't know. <laughs> right? And then, like, so the, like all, the, all the, you know, the, the cooks in the back were all peeking out to see what, you know, it was, I mean, it sure it was a gut buster, you know, a little bit later on, but it wasn't anything terrible. I ate it. You know, uh, Monroe's hot chicken uh, fucking rocked my gut. Like, I ate the sandwich, really? and it was fine, but it, like, ruined my stomach, and we were going to a show that night, and I couldn't make it to the show, because I was cramping hard. Jeez. Oh, <sighs> Can yeah. we move uh, on to the hot sauce show and tell? Yes! What, what do you got for show and tell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what do you? I think we already know. Oh, I thought you were gonna have that other bottle. <laughs> yeah, no, the chicken of cock. Yeah, no. I figured I'd do um today's adventures, uh, the pineapple hab that they uh, that they put out, uh, Ryan and Lee. 
Awesome. I haven't I haven't oh, tried wow. that. Um, they sent me a couple of bottles. They're just doing it. Um, Zach, they're going through um, Endorphin Farms is making yep. it for them. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I w- I've been wanting to try it, so I figured, why not do it now, right? Awesome. Why don't nice. we? I'd like to propose that we change this up a little bit. I liked what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Let's all introduce our sauce and let's all taste it together. How's that sound? <clears throat> Sounds yeah. good. So what do you, have, you got, Claire? No, what do you got, Claire? <laughs> I, mean, I brought um, a stanky. Sauce. Ah. Yeah. So um, they, they sent me some of their sauces and um, opened them up last night. Um, mango habanero. Definitely, um, you know, everybody's got a mango habanero. I really, I really enjoyed this one, but we'll open it in a moment. I got that one. I have you guys got? Hawaiian hot teas. It's a sample batch of his adobo sauce. I have not had that yet, but he did send me some. I just have had so many come in recently that I haven't tried. I know, it. man, dude. Like, we got to stop this. That's not going to tell, I know. man. Like, I got so much open sauce gonna, right now, and I'm just like, what? We're going to start rivaling Vic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I got hot grams. Uh, you can't see it very well there. But it's Saraband hot sauce. Looks like it's a milder one. All right. Mother fucker, motherfucker. Tamaris, if you're listening to this, fuck <laughs> you and these stupid caps. Find a different glass outlet, buddy. Tamaris, we love you, <laughs> not your caps. Yeah. All right. Cheers. 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 Wow. I really That's love good. like black pepper and turmeric and ginger in this. This is really nice. Oh, the ginger is coming right through on this one. That's really good. Yeah, and this is fruity, and it's got a lot more punch than I thought it would be. It's a habanero-based sauce, but... The habanero is like the first ingredient? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wow. Habanero pepper puree. Red habanero peppers. Nice. Good job, guys. Ryan, Lee, awesome. That's really good. Speaking speaking of Vic, I'm going to send you some sauces. Um, The Our Pirates Vacation. I'm not a fan of mango. I'm... okay with pineapple and i don't like banana but we've got the pirates vacation the pineapple mango banana jerk okay. and i i actually really want to know what you think of it because right. I, I won myself over on that one i i love making a sauce where i win myself over yeah i we've been making a lot of carrot hot sauces recently and i used to rail against carrots and spicy food i just i it made they made me very unhappy and really i'm happy oh, yeah, yeah. We uh, so the ghost of saffron has uh, a shit ton of fire roasted carrots. I can see that, and then, yeah. And then we do uh, another sauce, Reaper's Fuzzy Navel, fire roasted, uh, yeah, yellow bell peppers and fire roasted carrots. We've got our killer rabbit. I'll send you a bottle. We're actually going to do that <clears throat> coming up. Uh, it's our seasonal, we're actually going to cool. make it next week. The uh, I think, I think my hatred of carrots in spicy food was from uh, I think when I was a teenager. And there was a new burrito place that opened up like a couple blocks away from my house. And, um, and I love the burrito place. It was great. But the jalapenos, if you ask for jalapenos in your burrito, they always came with carrots in them. Just oh, like they use, yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 And I was like, what, what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't, that, <laughs> nope. Um, and you know, it's a burrito. You can't just like pick them out. Like it's there. It's all in there. And it just, I, that always made me angry. I, I just wanted jalapenos in there. No carrots, please. Yeah. But, <laughs> but now, now it's, now I like it. We've got some carrot ginger and I don't know, all kinds of different carrot sauces. So. Our carrot ginger, we, I, I tasted that yellow bird when I was very first starting uh, their, their carrot and, uh, and red, I think orange habanero. And uh, I thought I need ginger in that. And so I made yeah. our 
you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, legit. Oh, such our, our carrot ginger had, um, we put, I think that one, we just, we just made it like it's, you know, just a new micro, but we put um, coriander in there too. And yeah. And it kind of takes it to a new place and a little lemon juice. It was really, really nice. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Liked um, it better than I thought I would. We used to do a pineapple carrot habanero back in the day. We don't make it anymore until, though. Until somebody figures out how to grow a Vermont pineapple. I won't be in that camp. I, I know people growing like, uh, well, ginger, we can get Vermont ginger, which is uh, like a tropical plant. But uh, I have a friend who likes growing weird and unusual things, and he's been growing Vermont banana trees. Oh. Uh, right? Oh. <laughs> yep. It's, yeah. banana is weird. We, when we were making the, um, the well, it was actually before we did a milder version called Caribbean Vacation. When we were making that originally, it was amazing how much the banana reacted in there it if you don't get you have to get it you actually have to make sure you get the right ripeness um, oh yeah because there's so much more starch yeah. when they're really ripe and it thickens everything right yeah and i think there's a different mouth feel right yeah yeah iqf banana spike yeah yeah or banana puree yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't I made so that blueberry sauce we used to make had banana in it, and I fucking made it fresh with fresh banana like twice. And I'm like, fuck, I'm using IQF. We still do, but we go for a specific ripeness. So, and there's not the, very uh, much in there. The uh, the surprising thickener that I've recently been working with is uh, cucumbers. You wouldn't expect oh, that to uh. thicken things, and it totally does. A lot of pectin in the skin. Yeah, I can see oh. that. That's yeah. Nice. I thought it would totally be super watery, and I was like, "This sauce is not doing what I expected." <laughs> I love it and hate it when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do now? Uh, <laughs> something else. <laughs> Add more yeah. stuff to it. Add more of everything else. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we good? Like, What's or are we gonna questions? keep this going for another four hours? Well, Vic, do you have any questions for us? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I think what I think you don't I have covered. one fucking question for anybody on this panel. No, Claire may need my address. I'm probably the only question that I have, but um, oh, yeah, 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 send me I your address. To... I'll send you sauce. Yeah, send it to the bookings email and we'll both get it. Yeah, and I'll just text it to you guys right now. There you go, that works too because I haven't yeah, fucking no. memorized. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I, I don't just go on or whatever, but I mean, I look at your questions and I'm, I'm just, I was, I do better just kind of going off the, you know, off the cuff and, and not studying and not trying to prep myself. So, and I, and I, I don't think so. I mean, I think we covered pretty much everything. You guys made me feel really comfortable. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm really happy to finally get to meet you. It's been, I mean, yeah. we've been in business five years. I think I contacted you pretty early on. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet you. It's, I've known you probably that long, um, and and I think that's cool, right? And so it's and and now to see where you're at, right? So again, it's it's seeing people's progression and 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 where you end up, and and you know, because some people do ask me, but you know, what what do you want to do? And, and you know, so if I could figure out, and I guess I kind of have ish, um, how do I make a living in this in this industry on on my own, right? With with the with the um, the writing and the and the collection and the, you know the culinary background and all that, and I, I haven't quite figured that out. You know, when I thought about maybe doing like 
I talked to Zach about it too when he was here, like doing tours and tastings and, and, and things here and, you know, small, you know, monetary, you know, five bucks, whatever it is and, and how that looks like. And, you know, I don't know what I can do in, in a residential area, right? And and then I don't know what I want to do with the neighbors, right? Do I want to trek trekking? I don't know if I want to be trekking strangers through my home, right? And then do I want them around the sides of my house and my neighbor's yards and, you know, different things like that. So I kind of have to try to figure that out, but yeah. All right. So I'll figure, I'll figure something out. And I think that, that my next, if I look at things in, 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 in steps and goals. So a lot of people ask me do, you know, as in with the largest collection and, and how do I know that? And, and is it, is it recognized? It is not officially recognized in the Guinness yet. So they actually reached out to me about four years ago. I think it is. I have the book. I don't remember exactly when it was and asked me about the collection, asked me for background, for pictures, for, you know, for everything. And, and so I turned all of that in, I turned everything that they had asked me in. And then they came back and asked, well, do you have it? Do you have a catalog? And like I said, 14 years in, in Phoenix, I, I never had everything out fully on display. So I had no way of, of, of doing it then. This is the first time I've done it. So I didn't have it then. So that is the only thing that's officially holding me back. But if you go on like Guinness's um, web, uh, website and key in largest hot sauce collection, all of my articles and all of my pictures and things that I've done on the news, Annapolis Excura and all that stuff, that all pops up. So I have it. So the other part of that is, um, so the gentleman who had the, and I don't know if you have to keep them current and, and stay up on it. He had, it was 9,000 bottles, um, Chip Hearn from um, Peppers in, in Delaware. And so they had the, um, the, the Guinness World Record. And it was 9,000 bottles, but it was when in their catalog, it was also sauces and barbecue sauces, and it was different things that were from the shop. And, and, and so what they carried and what was, in his personal kind of intertwined in that intermingled a little bit that uh. wasn't pure hot sauce and so i knew him and so my competitive juices so every time that i would see him way back in the day he was he would go to um albuquerque as well but it was mostly in new york and every year chip I'm getting closer chip fucking getting closer <laughs> Gosh, seven thousand i'm eight thousand right <laughs> so um it was the show right before um before covid it was the last new york show and i came up and i was at nine thousand seven fifty, i think it was and i walked up to him like chip i fucking got you dude and he just looked he had a biggest smile and he got i don't know if he's a pretty big guy got up and he hugged me and he goes that's awesome he goes i have to tell you because i sold my collection he was like i sold it to somebody and again this was right at the beginning when um covid was really starting to kind of ramp up and a lot of restaurants were going down. They had sold it to a restaurant, and they and they closed down. Do that collection? Wow. So by default, I have it. I just need to physically get in here and catalog it all and turn it in, and then I'll have my plaque. But, well, I wow. can't wait to see that. That's awesome. That crazy? Well, I think I need to make a trip to High Point then, and we'll okay. spend a weekend cataloging fucking sauce. That's I, awesome. I think it would just be. Take it by sections and we'll just knock it out, right? Um, so yeah, that's like, like I said, that's the only thing that's holding me back. So I mean, I think you know, it's kind of funny. Again, you know, way back in the day, I was like, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. And it's not that I don't want it. Um, I do want it, I'll get to it. Um, but it's nice knowing that I do have you know, if that makes 
I don't know. Yeah. It's just in my mind. Mm-hmm. I know I have it. I don't. I know there's nobody. And again, this is not a. This is not a race. This was not a a, a thing for me. I never went out. Um, I never had intention of having the largest. Again, you know, we're talking about that hot sauce blog 16 years ago. And so one of the things we, they were posting pictures of their collections and this guy had a huge Blair's collection, this K, K. John's and, you know, and whatever. And then it was like, I was, I was looking at him, I'm laughing and why? I'm like, holy shit, I'm like, we have, and I posted my pictures and it was like so much more than everybody else. And that was 16 years ago, you know? And I've just, I don't know. It's just every time that I do news, every time that I do a, a, a radio interview, television, whatever it is that, that, been blessed with and the opportunity to do and then it just it it explodes right and then the collect the other collections and people i mean because people come to me all the time hey i'm in i'm in i'm in chicago i'm in i'm in baltimore i have this collection you know it's 450 bottles you want to buy it you want to come and get it i'm like wow send me pictures because my problem is is because i've been collecting for so long i have so many of them right so and most of those folks want to want to sell off their collection as a as a whole. They don't want to piece it out because they just want to get rid of it. You know, they're remodeling or they're moving or whatever it is. And I just can't bring myself to spend you know a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars on another collection that I have ninety percent of the bottles of it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's tough for me. Then it's a matter. I have. Of I probably. Just... I have probably almost the second or third largest hot sauce collection of just multiples in, in my closet. <laughs> yeah. Because I only put. I these. These are not like multiples of of different bottle. Um. They are. They're label variations. They're differences in each one of the sauces. But I don't have like seventeen of one exact same sauce. I have label variations and differences, but everything here is all unique and different. Wow. And it's still eleven thousand. Yeah. That's fair. I Look, was accounting for all my doubles and all of that stuff. Yeah. Fifteen, probably sixteen thousand model. I, I, I can't even wrap my head around. Well, wow. you wow. know what? Thank you so much for what you do for the the industry. I mean, seriously, yeah. uh, it is it is. We we really appreciate you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's it's like I said. It's it's my it's my input. It's what I get to do. You know, and and I've been I've been blessed, right? I've been on the Today Show. I've been on the History Channel. Right, Zach was there for the for the History Channel yeah. one. Um, yeah. It was. I mean, um, we're going to be on. We're going to be on Hulu, January twenty second. Um, I can't wait uh, for that. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Something else. I think that's that's. I, I can just say that I've I've interviewed for something um, the other day, and it seemed like it went really, really, really well. So there may be something on one of those other channels here. Not too far in the future. Nice. Cool. Awesome. And not take focus off you, but someone's going to have a, an article in Arizona Highways Magazine coming out in February. Yes, sir. I didn't <laughs> about nice. that. Vic also got interviewed for that somehow. <laughs> My fucking article and they interviewed him. My piece, right? The piece around me is going to be bigger than his, and it's an article on him. <laughs> love you, man. I love you, Zach. I know, man. I'm just fucking with you. Just well, fucking with you. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. We we wanted to have you on since we first started this. We I don't know if you saw if you heard uh, that we were shouting out. Come on, Vic, hurry up! What do you what's taking so? Long? Believe it or not, for as public as he is, he's still pretty private, man. He's, I can see that he doesn't he doesn't like yeah. Like you just heard him say, he's like, you guys made me feel very comfortable. There, you know, he's he's socially awkward. He's just like us. 
It it's is. Okay. It, it, takes me, it takes me a little bit to get warmed up, but then, like, it's, once you start talking about it, again, it's like your businesses and, and the things that you do. And once you start talking about it, and and especially that's one of the things that I really like about the um, the expos and the festivals and stuff, because it's it's typically you're getting to talk to people who share that same interest, right, and have have a passion, right. So it's easy to kind of run a conversation with them because they get it and they like it and they want it, and it's a you know it's a it's a buy-in type of thing. So. This is too. So I appreciate you guys because you guys get it right. You're there. You're, you you yeah. struggle through it and it struggles every day. You know? So I appreciate you. Hey, that's what I try hey, to do I, with this. This is the homage to you guys, right? That's, you know, that's what it's here. Like I get that, you know, a lot of folks are still in this industry. They're still working 15, 60 hours a week at their, yeah. at their regular job yeah. and trying to, then trying to do sauce on the side and, they're spending all of their vacation times going to festivals and they're working on the weekends and man, that's, t- that's a tough life, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, so I, I get it. It's, it's good I, times I appreciate for, for, for something that I love so much. I appreciate that effort. So the least I can do is keep the freaking bottles dusted and, and scream about it as much as I possibly can. That's fantastic. <laughs> love your fucking face, man. Yeah. Thank you, Vic. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Vic. Yeah. It was great getting to know you. Take care now. Yeah. 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 Us too. Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, was brought to you by Butterfly Bakery of Vermont, High Desert Sauce Co., and Iris Spikes Unique Hot Sauces and Vandal Pepper Sauces. This has been a Spike Mine Media Production.